Welcome to the Digital Transformation Show by Blurt, where we unpack what it takes for SMEs to transform their businesses through technology, leadership, and creativity. Let's jump into today's episode. Okay, welcome to uh, the Blurt podcast and really special podcast today. Today we have uh, Matthew Taylor uh, from the Digital Centre with us. Matthew's a client of, of Blurt's and we've been working with Matt uh, over the last 6 to 12 months. Matthew, welcome. Thanks, Stuart. Really appreciate the time and the opportunity. It's great to have you on the podcast, Matt. Let, let, uh, let's introduce you. Um, tell us about who you are and what you do. Right. Um, I, I, my, my name is Matthew Taylor. I head up uh, a couple of businesses um, that really that fit within the, um, the print management, print agency space. Um, uh, I guess how the business came around is um, after spending over a decade working with um, a large international print manufacturer, um, a print equipment manufacturer, working with businesses that are in the print for pay, so print for pay market space, so businesses that are um, using technology to uh, print technology to derive an income from. Um, I kind of realized that a lot of the work that we were doing with those businesses, if I was able to apply that into my own business, um, I could see the same level of success that uh, those that are doing it effectively uh, uh, are achieving. So about two years ago, I decided to leave the uh, lofty and secure confines of a, a, a corporate life and start my own business and have not really looked back since. That's fantastic. So you are the true uh, uh, escapee from the, the corporate corridors and, and founding your own <laughs> your own small business. Um, that, that, that's a pretty brave thing to do, just in and of itself. Uh, we, we, we should uh, we should talk about that. How, how did that feel when you when you jump ship from from the security of corporate life? I think the the, the longer that you're in a, a corporate environment, the there are a couple of things that happen. One is that you get quite comfortable, um, and and I've never been a great fan of comfort. Um, and um, as as you move further up and in the uh, in the ranks of a business, you get closer to a lot of the decisions that are being made, and and ultimately the the uh, it became very clear to me that the um, the where where I wanted to head as an individual and where the business was going were were not aligned any longer, um, and um, I, I have to say I've got a, a very supportive wife and and family that have uh, allowed me to do this, and after um, taking some long service leave and wandering around the wilderness in Tasmania for for uh, for a few weeks, I, I came to the decision that um, it really wasn't for me. So. I, I think if it was forced upon me, it would feel somewhat unnatural and, and um, probably a little bit more challenging than uh, me, me making the decision to move out. So that's that's it. It sits really well and sits really comfortably with me. So I'm very fortunate in that respect. I think it's an exciting journey, and uh, so many small to medium uh, business owners have come from corporate life or, or running businesses for for other people. Um, when you took that first step and you started to get out there uh, in, into the business, 
uh, world on your own, what what were probably the one or two big challenges that you faced, and um, how did you overcome them? Well, I think I think the first one was what what is it that I'm actually going to do? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, so I spent um, after spending a couple of months with with uh, with the kids, um, refamiliarising myself with the family. <laughs> um, I, I, I started to go out and um, and talk to a lot of the customers that I'd been doing business with for, for nearly twelve years, and um, o- over that time they'd become um, trusted advisors and friends. And um, through through a lot of those conversations, where where I saw an, an opportunity in the market. Um, uh, in, in, the, in the print market space, um, really started to, to solidify for me, and and I was able to um, work with some really really good friends to identify a business model, um, and 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 really I, I was very fortunate that uh, one of the doors that I knocked on one day to to have a chat um, with with one of the owners, he he was uh, in the process of selling the business, um, and. Uh, I guess in in March 2016, um, <clears throat> I, I think I looked on the door at the beginning of March, and I mean by the 22nd of March, I'd, I'd bought the business. So it was a it was a, a a run into it. And one one of the reasons I took over the business was that um, first and foremost, when I when I sat down and, and and spent a bit of time in the business and realised that customers were were holding on to the work, um, so that they could. If they were essentially waiting for somebody from the digital centre to give them a call back, um, I realised that there was a strong business there. And looking at the, the the fundamentals of the business, the clients were right. The um, uh, the, the kind of work that they were doing was right, but the the, the cost base was was not in line with um, where 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 the um, uh, market opportunity. Um, sorry, where where the revenue um, so the cost base and revenue weren't aligned. So we had to do something around the cost base, and that's really where I came up with the model that uh, that, that uh, we're, we're now under. Um, and 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 that is that we're a, we're a print agency where we, um, in in the same way as an agency doesn't actually own anything, uh, a, a marketing agency or a media agency, they pull together um, a lot of the resources to to effectively execute projects. Um, on behalf of uh, clients, that's what we do. Um, now, it's it's a slightly different business model um, to um, what a, a lot of people would term as a, a print manager, um, and that is uh, only in the respect that we don't have any technology. However, what we have done is we've aligned ourselves to to um, um, some really sophisticated technology or print technology. Um, vendors, or, or people are out there that are using print technology um, to deliver on projects for us, and and that's worked really well. We don't we don't shop work around to get the cheapest price for customers. We look at projects on a project by project basis, and really look to um, understand what the client's objectives are with the print job, and look back into the market and identify the best technology that can do that. Um, and and it may be multiple technologies across multiple different suppliers, um, and work with those. We 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 pull all of those people together, all of those businesses together onto each project, 
Um, and that's worked really successfully for us. We've done some amazing projects, amazing campaigns uh, for clients, and um, we've been really fortunate um, to, to um, see success out of that. So it's, it's, it works. My, my, my theory works. <laughs> is that, that's a great feeling, isn't it, when you have a vision <laughs> and, and you go out and you... When I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just call it that. Let's just say when you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I guess keeping it really, really simple for um, for our listeners um, and and the community uh, listening to this podcast, uh, essentially what you do is you will work with um, clients directly or with, with agencies that are producing um, print projects, and you will, through your technology platforms, be able to source the right type of execution for any type of product in order to achieve the best outcome. And really you're using the innovation of um, tech, of relationships, of uh, wisdom and insight in the industry to bring about the best uh, for your customer. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, um, uh, I, I, I guess it's the relationships um, that, we we hold dear um, both at a client level and at a supplier level um, that really allow us to do some some great work. So it's that's that's what businesses are benefiting from. And 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 to to, to narrow it down a little bit further, um, whilst we were doing a lot of the research into the business um, and where we would where we would target the business, um, there's there's this. Oh, oh, almost natural tendency for me as an individual, and this is a big challenge for me, to, to move towards the whale, the large organisation that's got lots of print resources um, or maybe requiring huge amounts of print. Um, what we want to do is we're looking at the market space and, and, and kind of getting our head around uh, the business landscape in Australia, which is around about 2, two million um, businesses. Mm. Um, we didn't want to go after the, the the market space that everybody operates in, um, and that's the the um, over two hundred employee space. Um, we'll, we'll find that there's a lot of competition in that space. Margins are are very tight. It's a very commoditized service, um, and it's and it's really well serviced. There's there's a um, uh, a lot of players that chase that market space. What I like is is dealing with owner operators, people that really have a vision. They understand what's what's required from their print projects, um, can make decisions very rapidly, and that that pushes us towards the the lower end of the SME space, and and that's the sub twenty employees. Mm. Um, they're they're the guys that have got a lot of lot of room to move. Um, really clear in what their objectives are, um, and 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 are able to to allocate the right budget without huge layers of um, uh, approvals or budgetary um, kind of limitations. So that, that's the area that we we really target that that twenty um, twenty and under employees that again use print to derive. A, um, a a business decision. Yes. So can they see um, a direct correlation between the print that they produce and revenue coming in? And and that's really where we, we where we do some uh, do our greatest work. 
So that sounds actually very um, commercial-minded, if I could put it like that. Often people think about print as, oh, we'll just print this brochure, we'll just do this, and it doesn't necessarily have a direct return on investment. But you seem to talk about print as though it's a, it's a direct line from action to return. Do you want to just talk to that for a moment? Sure. I, of course, we'll take any print. <laughs> Let me catch that. A lot of what we do um, is is we do a lot of business cards, um, a lot of letterheads. Believe it or not, we still do produce a lot of checks, um, a lot of three-part forms. I thought that this this landscape had, had changed, but it's still a very, very large part of our business. Um, in, in, in coming back to your, your, your question there, yes, the... The true value um, of what we consider the true value of print is where it's it's enabling a, a, an organisation or ena- enabling a business outcome. Um, uh, property development, um, uh, uh, product manufacturers, businesses that have... We're, we're not talking about businesses that are selling toothpaste. We're talking about businesses that are selling higher value products. could be... Um, kitchen equipment, it could be building products, um, uh, or it could be selling apartments or, or, or units. Um, we do a lot of work in that space, um, in the automotive industry and in the retail space as well. Okay. So there's, there, it's it's very it's very straightforward to draw a, a, a parallel or a line between the product that's being produced. And the uh, and the end result. So higher value, higher quality products are are really where we where we excel. So Matt, we we got to know you um, over the last six twelve months as you started to implement uh, new CRM, Salesforce CRM, into your business and um, focus on improving that customer relationship. T- tell us about um, that journey and what you've learnt so far in the beginnings of the digital centres digital transformation. <laughs> um, we 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 were um, one one of the big big things for me is is how do we automate the business um, from uh, ingesting clients or onboarding clients through to um, all of the operational processes that sit within within the business um, and that can be anything from quoting and these are the the fundamentals of a business um, quoting. Um, invoicing and, and, and collection. Now, they're, they're the, the, the bits that the rest of the business revolves around. Um, if we're able to quote effectively to companies at the right time, um, we, we achieve a greater level of success in, in our sales operations. So the, the, the benefit of taking over a an existing business is where we, we had um, 15 years of, of, of knowledge, of insight into what customers have been purchasing, when they were purchasing, um, and, and the kind of applications that they were producing. Now, as a, as a business owner, we, we, were, we were kind of hamstrung with an existing technology. It didn't allow us to operate effectively as a sales organization. It was more a production engine, um, and it was very, very good at that. The, the the challenge for me the, was that the only way that I could gain insight into what customers were doing and um, and 
when they were doing it was to export a CSV file, pull that into um, uh, Excel and run pivot tables and, and, and segment data just in, <laughs> in a very long-winded way. Yeah. <laughs> probably probably not a unique story for you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yep. um, and, and, and what it didn't allow me to do was manage my sales organisation. It, it was, um, as I said, it was a production engine. It had some very rudimentary CRM capabilities uh, in as much as it had a, a contact database um, and, and jobs were allocated to contacts, and that, and that was about it. Um, so I guess back in late 2017, we embarked on a, a, an initiative to look at the, the, the CRM that we, we wanted to take on. We, we'd initially taken on HubSpot um, as, a, as a free system, and as we were going through that, we learned a lot about what we liked, what we didn't like, what we needed, what we um, would have to uh, develop, and that really shaped what um, what the system needed to be. Um, and we 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 were more and more challenged um, using using a free version of HubSpot. And as we peeled back the layers, um, we found that it was going to become quite a costly exercise to get the right licensing, get the right um, integration, and but we, we we kind of felt like Robinson Crusoe. We were, we, we were on an island with a, with a with a great tool that we just didn't know how to use, um, and so we 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 looked at uh, decided okay yes we've 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 looked at HubSpot. It's working really well um, at a very basic level. Let's let's spend some time to look at the overall objectives of the system where we want to take the system in its entirety um, and find the right technology that's going to enable us to get long-term um, uh, long-term capability and integration into the rest of the, the, the operation mm. and we looked at all of the CRM systems out of there uh, out in the market and uh, we, we were really lucky to come across um, uh, a, a very inquisitive account manager at, uh, at Salesforce that helped us really understand the technology that we we, we needed and, and where it was going. And quite fortunately, that happened to be Salesforce. Fortunately for the account manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the the, uh, the selection of the technology is actually the easy part. Um, yeah. You you look for. Um, scalability in the platform, you look at um, the investment in the organization, but also what we found more in, in, intriguing was the uh, the community that sat around um, Salesforce and and that is um, where where we came across um, prior to yourself uh, prior to engaging but um, we, we came across a lot of businesses that were um, really well entrenched in that whole Salesforce ecosystem, and we, we got a lot of information and a lot of value out of that. What what we then did was we looked at um, who is the right partner that we can work with, and I and I, and I say partner um, because that's that's critical. We we needed somebody that really understood our business, where we were going, um, 
where we were in the technology evolution. And when we sat down with with, with you, in fact, um, in in the city, and, and you showed us that that technology life cycle, that um, uh, that curve that you had, um, I knew that we'd come to the right right business. We'd, I knew that we'd found the right business, and it's, mm. it's somebody that we could partner with for the long term. Oh, shucks. Um, such nice uh, words. <laughs> I know that it shouldn't be it shouldn't be shilling for your business at the moment, but I, I, I want to impress upon your users that uh, on your on your listeners the the importance of having the right partner, and that may may not necessarily mean that you're the right partner for everybody, but you're definitely the right partner for us. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. and I think that's actually. And, and you, you, uh, they're great words, Matt. Um, thanks. And I think you make a great point. And, and that's one of the things we as well love about um, the community and the ecosystem is that there's a whole bunch of different types of partners and, and providers that really suit diff- all different types of businesses. And, and that's the power of the growth and the journey. And I think that, that's probably worth talking about. Maybe, you know, one last question. And that, that's that journey idea that this, the whole process of improving your business through tech and through, through digital transformation doesn't happen in one transaction. It's, it's a journey over time. What's your yeah. big picture and what's your dream and vision that if you, know, if you could look to that vision in the future and, and you go, yes, we're going to go through steps two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, whatever, um, what's that picture look like for you? Because um, that might be valuable to some of our listeners to understand. It's it's a um, it's a, a, a funny thing. Yesterday, I was talking to um, a prospective employee, um, and we, we were talking about. Uh, she, she asked, "What what are, what are the attributes of somebody that that comes on that's coming on board to the to the business?" And I said, "Well, really, what I need is somebody that that can fill in the blanks." And she said, what, "What does that mean?" I said, "Well, I, I run around with a lot of half baked ideas, and I need people to come along and." And fill in the blanks. And um, from a from a technology perspective, there are a, a, a lot of blanks uh, for me at the moment. And really, what we need to to do um, from from a future landscape of, of tech in the business is is resource it appropriately, um, and 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 that will help us execute on a lot of the things that are sat in my mind at the moment. Um, from a from a business perspective, I, I still feel that we're we're underutilizing Salesforce. So a big part of what we do needs to be um, integrating our quoting engine into uh, into Salesforce. Um, we we want to look at how do we simplify the quoting process? How do we how do we bring how do we bring on a um, uh, uh, an automated Briefing process as much as as much as we can. Uh, the, the the beauty of what we do is that outside of uh, the creative element of of, of print, the um, it, it's a fairly finite set of products that we produce. Is it a book? Is it a flyer? Is it a business card? So we can we can really chunk these things into um, automating the engagement between. Our outbound salespeople are people on the road talking to people, and our in-house people, the people that are talking to our suppliers, um, so that we can um, streamline all of those engagements and capture those as quickly, as efficiently as possible. So ideally, I'd like to be quoting um, 
on, on projects once it's effectively briefed within 24 hours. Now, that means that we have to coordinate a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, and I believe that technology plays a really key part in that, in the liaison between sales, customers, and suppliers, um, and, and, and kind of uh, galvanizing those, those, those three areas of our business into a really streamlined process. Um, we, we see technology um, eliminating the confines of geography. So what, what we've experienced in our, in our business is that there are um, lots of skills globally that we want to tap into. And we see technology pay, playing a, a, a big part of that. Now that can be anything from um, web dev, graphic design, um, programming, um, all, all the way through to uh, customer engagement and support, and, and, and again, technology being a hub within that. Over and above all of that, the, 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 the piece for us is how do we use technology to access that, um, uh, I guess, the, the 2 million plus um, small to medium-sized businesses and make their process of purchasing print more streamlined and simple. Now, we see um, that there are great web to print websites out there. Where there are large multinationals that are um, very large that um, a small business can go on and buy a business card, a flyer, a pop-up banner, or whatever it is. Um, in our experience using those systems, it's, it's very difficult. It's very, um, you have to be very specific about what you, you do. Um, and there's no there's no latitude for any uh, creativity in in the mm. print that you produce. So mm. we kind of want to sit ourselves in that space where we're engaging with clients at a at a time that's relevant to them, um, and hopefully that's at the creative stage, um, and then streamlining that whole purchase uh, process for them using tech, using web, um, and, and in an effective way. I love that you approach uh, the problem as as saying we want to create the best outcome from the customer. It's not actually just about the cheapest and the fastest. In fact, sometimes no. in, in print, the cheapest and the fastest is actually the wrong thing to be doing, but rather it's about the right thing at the right time in the right way and really solving the creative problem and bringing, bringing um, the print solutions through good technology management to the, to the table. So, um, yeah. Matt, how can our listeners and, uh, and, and, and other customers get a hold of you? Give us, give us the, uh, the pitch. How can we start buying print from you? <laughs> um, visit our website, uh, thedc.co, um, or, or, and, and help us realise the vision um, and of, of, of using the web to um, really interact really well and capture our, our, our clients' briefs. Um, really well. There's um, uh, feel free to uh, to give me any uh, drop me an email at any time on Matthew at the dc.co, um, and would love to have a chat with with, with your customers um, or potential customers at any any point. So fantastic. yeah, feel free to drop us a line. Matt, it's uh, <clears throat> Matt, it's it's fantastic to have you on the podcast this morning. Um, I love sitting and talking with other business leaders because I always learn something, and I hope that uh, well, I know that our listeners have and. I love your approach to tech. I love your approach to quality and bringing 
creativity um, to the table for, for print solutions. Uh, you heard Matt uh, jump onto the dc.co uh, if, if you want to work with Matt. Matt, thanks very much for, for joining the Digital Transformation Show. Thanks very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, and the show's going is, is, is really good. I really appreciate your support. Fantastic, Matt. Uh, thanks very much. And uh, as always, uh, if you want to uh, ask us a question, uh, you can do that uh, through Twitter at blurt underscore loud and head over to iTunes and leave us a great, uh, great review and in any comments, uh, a great five star review uh, and any comments you'd like uh, <laughs> over on the podcast. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the Digital Transformation Show.